It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody. Welcome back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, we got some big football games this weekend. Obviously, the uh, divisional round last weekend delivered. Uh, we talked about some of those games last week. They were awesome. Um, let me ask you this first, Nick, before we get into every single game. Is there a game this weekend that you're looking forward to the most? Because I feel like you, there's several that you could point to. Be like, I, I can't wait for that game. But is there one that, in particular that you're like, I, I really am intrigued to watch that that matchup? Yeah, uh, Dallas and San Francisco, right? It's like, well, why is it that I should be interested in this particular game, right? It's, it's in a whole different conference within itself, but it has a great storyline. I mean, these two teams played last year and San Francisco was able to one up the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones, you know, once again, Jerry's world. I mean, they talk a lot of trash down in Dallas. And the biggest thing is, hey, Dan Quinn, D'Amico Ryans, we just talked about it. I want to see how both of these men go out there and adjust, especially knowing as though they have to have a great week of preparation and they're also preparing for multiple interviews. It's going to be crazy to see how this actually plays out in real time yeah that that's definitely one that i'm looking forward to nick i, I think bill's Bengals uh is, is gonna be a, a, you know an awesome game one but also it sounds like demar hamlin will be in attendance that'll be a really cool scene there uh giants eagles i think will be a really good game but let's start with jaguars chiefs nick obviously two teams that broncos are familiar with this year broncos beat the jaguars in london um, and then obviously lost to the Chiefs in two games this season. Who do you who do you like in this game? And I, I think I know who you like in this game. But uh, why do you like them in this game? And also, what are you looking forward to in this matchup? You know, I like the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. You like uh, the Jaguars in this game? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like them as a, as a sleeper team because I just look at what happened against the Chargers. They were down, you know, twenty seven nothing score right before the half and mounted a crazy comeback. And here's the thing. The Jags turned the ball over five times. You're not supposed to win that game. But they kept fighting back. And then if you're Doug Peterson, you can look at what the Cincinnati Bengals and Zach Taylor have have done over the past couple of years against Patrick Mahomes and tell your team, don't fear the Chiefs. There's nothing to fear here, right? You get after Patrick Mahomes and you and they got some they have some great edge rushers there in Jacksonville and Jacksonville is kind of built for this type of game 
they have a quarterback that can match uh, Patrick Mahomes as far as throwing the ball down the field. Trevor Lawrence has shown that he can pull the ball down and run run himself. And then they got Travis Etienne, who is explosive outside the backfield. You can dump it to him in the flat. So this is not going to be an easy game. Now, once again, the big deal or the big, I guess, idea for Jacksonville is don't turn the ball over, right? You don't want to turn the ball over. And oh, by the way, guess what? Doug Peterson is quite familiar with Matt Nagy, who's the quarterback coach, and Andy Reid. He came from that tree, from that organization. So all week long, he's going to prepare his team to go out there and play a great game. Now, can Jacksonville actually pull it off? I don't know, but that's who I'm rooting for because they have the adequate pieces to have the biggest upset of this weekend. Yeah, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have become America's team. Um, you know, th- this this year, I-, I think that there's a lot of people probably rooting for them just because it'd be fun to watch them uh, upset the Chiefs. Obviously, a lot of people in Denver will be cheering for them. Um, but I-, I-, I like the Chiefs in this game. I-, I think that the Chiefs have been one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL this season. Uh, but I think the Jaguars hang around, Nick. I think that 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 spreads at like eight and a half, nine and a half. Uh, favorites for for the Chiefs I think the Jaguars hang around and and I think this becomes maybe a one score game at the end and maybe Trevor Lawrence has to go down the field to tie it up or something like that but uh, I think the Jags hang around I really like Doug Peterson and what he's done there they've got a lot of uh, nice young pieces Nick I I think they're gonna be good for a while it feels like like every like 10 years the Jaguars have like a good team and then like they just fizzle out the next year I don't think that's going to happen with this group. I think the future is really bright. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence uh, is there for the long haul. Doug Peterson, I, I think, is there going to be is going to be there for the rest of his career. Um, so I, I think that uh, this is a group that is going to be in in this situation more times than not in the next few years. So uh, I, I, I like the Chiefs to win, but I think the Jaguars keep it close because they're just kind of a scrappy football team. And, and again, I, I think they're one of those teams that you're like you don't want to play them in the playoffs. Nick, the next game Saturday night. Uh, Giants Eagles. I actually think this could end up being the best game of the weekend. Uh, Nick, I, I think that th- these two teams, obviously they hate each other. Uh, they're, they're divisional opponents. Um, and, and I think Philly's going to be rocking on Saturday night, but, uh, I like the Giants, man. I'm not sure I'd pick them to win, but the way they played this last week against the Vikings, they're hitting on all cylinders. Uh, Daniel Jones looked fantastic. Um, now they've got a big test in the Eagles. I think the Eagles um, could could make a run to the Super Bowl, and, and obviously, kind of depends on if if Jalen Hurts is healthy. But Nick, what do you what do you like about this game, and who do, who do you like to win this one? Well, I like uh, Philadelphia, and and the biggest thing that we have to look at is will Jalen Hurts actually play? Now, Gardner Minshew came in against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I mean, wasn't Jalen Hurts still look great? But they turned the ball over, right? But the biggest thing for Philly is their defense, right? Can they slow down Daniel Jones? And what we're starting to see in this playoffs, if you have a mobile quarterback, a guy that can pull the ball down when there's space or the pocket starts to break down and pick up those extra yards, that's going to be really key. We know Gardner Minshew in his Jacksonville days has shown that he can do that, but you basically want that with a guy like Jalen Hurts. And we know Daniel Jones can definitely do that. Aren't they calling him like Danny Dimes now or something like that? Isn't that a nickname they've given him? So if you want to stop uh, Brian Dable and and that Giants offense, to me, you have to stop two people. It's Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. 
if you shut down Saquon Barkley and the Jacksonville Jaguars show early in the season when they face uh, the Giants, they if you try to put that pressure on them in that capacity, then you can take the, the, their ability to win. But it was Daniel Jones and his legs, not his arm, that allow the Giants to kind of soar past the Jags. So if you if you are Philly, that's the one thing that you're looking to do. And Philly, hey, man, they went out uh, midseason. They picked up a couple of players for this particular reason for this game. So you're right. It's going to be a raucous crowd. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any uh, batteries uh, rolled up in snow. Uh, as we've seen, we know the Philly fans can do. But it's going to be really loud. It's going to be really aggressive. But this is going to be one of those physical uh, divisional matchups. Yeah, I think this can be a really good game. Um, I, I think the Eagles kind of limped into the playoffs, right? Obviously, we were a little bit banged up in certain spots. I think that week off is really going to help them. Uh, and obviously, the Giants kind of played in, in a really uh, physical and, and, and tough game this past week. So I like the Eagles to win this game, but I do think the Giants give them a run for their money uh, late in that game. So, Nick, first game on Sunday – Bills, Bengals, I know this is one that a lot of people have been looking forward to for several reasons. Obviously, a few weeks ago, uh, they didn't get to finish their game. Tamar Hamlin obviously had the injury on the field, Um, and and I think it's going to be a really cool moment in Buffalo when he's there Uh, on Sunday. Again, I think that that's the expectation is for him to be in attendance. But, uh, Nick, in terms of on the field, uh, who do you like in this one? Um, I I kind of have my my – in mind, but I want to hear what you have to say uh, for, for this game. I'm going to go with uh, the road team and the Cincinnati Bengals. Really? And the, the reason why I'm going to do that is when you think about the last time we saw these two teams uh, play against one another, obviously you got a DeMar Hamlin situation. I'll get into that in a moment. But Cincinnati was able to move the ball down the field at will, and the score was 7-3 to three before they, they, they called the game. And what's hurting Buffalo is, is – not having a guy like Von Miller. And that's why they picked up Von Miller for these types of games and to be that that pressure, that, that disruptor for Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst, I mean, they have a, a, a smorgasbord, if you will, of players. And I know we go back and we watch that Baltimore game and say, well, listen, they play Baltimore or Baltimore played them really tight. And uh, Huntley had an opportunity to tie the ball game at the end with the Hail Mary. So maybe Cincinnati is not going to put up that much of, of a fight. But, yes, they will. Now, let's talk about the emotional aspects of this game. Now, you mentioned DeMar Hamler, and he's probably going to be there. So that's going to give that fan base an emotional bump. But then they have to kick the ball off. And if Zach Taylor is thinking the way that I'm thinking, I'm going to tell my team, you know what? DeMar Hamler is here. We're going to overcome that initial emotional surge, but then we're going to hit this team in the mouth because that's what we did before. They can't get after our quarterback. We can definitely get after theirs, and we've proven that we can, you know, force turnovers, and they don't have uh, Von Miller. And also remember this. When they canceled that game, they put Cincinnati on the outs, George. So that, that team should be upset because they should say that or feel as though we should be hosting a home playoff game instead of going on the road. So we're going to go into – you know, that, that stadium up there in uh, Buffalo, and we're going to hit those guys in the mouth, and we're going to walk away with the victory. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Nick, I hate to say it, but I totally disagree with you. I actually like the Bills in this game, and part of me thinks I think they're going to win big. Uh, I think that the Bills... Look, it's an interesting matchup because I think both teams did not play up to expectations last week. I think we can both say that. Uh, you know, obviously the Bills played with disaster there, almost losing to the Dolphins at home um, that were totally undermanned. And then obviously the Bengals, if they don't have just one of the craziest plays ever to happen uh, in that game, they don't I don't think they beat the Ravens, who were also down their quarterback. So I think both teams are kind of coming in this game uh, going to play better. But I like the Bills and it's because I think the Bengals just I, I really like their offense, but they have too many flaws up front. And I know that the Bills don't have. Uh, Von Miller and if the Bills had Von Miller I'd pick him to win the Super Bowl and that's how good Von was playing earlier this year and he gives them and he's just uh, you know a playmaker in the playoffs as we know but uh, I still think the Bills are gonna be able to get after Joe Burrow because this Bengals offensive line is just not very good and if they do I I think the Bills can win this game big because I think the Bills are gonna be able to keep up scoring wise they have as many weapons you mentioned all the weapons for the Bengals the Bills have just as many weapons on offense as well the biggest thing is you got to have Josh Allen not turn the ball over. Uh, but I saw a stat earlier today, Nick, that I can't remember what it was exactly. But basically, uh, if Josh Allen turns the ball over in, in a previous game, the next game he usually just tears it up and just throws a ton of touchdowns. Uh, and obviously he turned the ball over a lot against the Dolphins. I think he'll have a big game against the Bengals. Uh, and I think this is all has – I think all season, Nick, it's all led to a uh, Bills-Chiefs AFC Championship and it sounds like that game would be played in Atlanta. So that would be a lot of fun. Well, one thing I want to mention before we move on from this game, yeah. that's all, all important, uh, win advisories uh, in, in Buffalo. So they've been – apparently they've been dealing with strong wins. So let's just say that those wins continue uh, up into game time. Now here's what you're looking at. Now that means that throwing the ball down the field could be very difficult. So who yeah. has the best kicker? But more importantly, which team has the better – run game right and when you think about the run game i'm going to lean more heavily towards the cincinnati Bengals and how they have been able to execute this season with joe mixon opposed to anything the buffalo bills can actually toss out offensively joe mixon samaj p ryan Bengals, two running backs where'd they go to school nate uh let me see uh hmm. it's got to be a school down south so uh arkansas of course, they went to Oklahoma. Yes, yep. both of, of them. Both of them went to Oklahoma um, and played together at the same time. So, yeah, good good friends. But uh, Nick, last game of the day on Sunday, last game of the weekend, Cowboys 49ers. I know you said this is the the, the big one that you're you're waiting for. Uh, what are you looking for in this game, and who do you like? I'm going to go with the 49ers, man, uh, because uh, D'Amico Ryan's on the defensive side and how that team is able to shut teams out in the second half. But more importantly. I mean, even though you're playing with Mr. Irrelevant, that kid, Brock Purdy, has become relevant as of late. He is undefeated. And I know the idea is that, well, he's beaten teams that were either at 500 or below 500. All I know is he's able to orchestrate that offense and do exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants him to do. So 
when you think about not turning the ball over, creating turnovers, and when in doubt, just throw to Debo, throw to Brandon Ayuk, and also throw to Christian McCaffrey. How can you lose with that? Nick, I hate Uh-oh. to say it, but I disagree with you again. And this, this, is my, this is my hottest take of the weekend, and I could be totally wrong, and, and it would not shock me. I mean, I really like the 49ers. I, I even picked them to be in the Super Bowl like weeks ago. Yeah. But there's something about this Cowboys team. I think they're finally going to break through. And maybe, I, again, I could look like a total idiot, and I would not be a surprise because the Cowboys just every year let everybody down, and they're just never very good. But – I really like the way Dak Prescott played this last week against Tampa Bay. I know Tampa Bay is not great. I think this defense is playing better. And here's here's going to be the difference maker, Nick. I think Micah Parsons is going to be able to get after Brock Purdy. I think they're going to be able to dial some things up. And if you get – I like Brock Purdy a lot. I think he's done a really good job this year. But he's still a rookie quarterback. And you get a guy like Micah Parsons back there in his face, he's going to make mistakes. And if he makes mistakes – I think the Cowboys capitalize. I think it's a really close game, uh, and I think the Cowboys end up winning because Micah Parsons makes some plays at the end of the game. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So here's the thing. You had Trent Williams on one side, and you had Mike McGlitchy on the other. Trent Williams, where'd he go to school? (laughs) Okay, George, you made your point. We know, right? Oh, you put them out. But here's the thing. I mean, Dan Quinn is going to try to put – Michael Parsons in an advantageous situation. So he's not going to be on Trent Williams' side. He's going to be on Mike McGlitchy's side, right? So here's what you do if you're Kyle Shanahan. And we've seen George Kittle do this to Von Miller when the 49ers and the Rams play. You put George Kittle on that side. George Kittle loves putting edge rushes on their back. So that's the way that you neutralize Michael Parsons. And once you neutralize him, now you can tack downfield in that secondary. Because remember, coverage and pass rush they go hand in hand. If you can't get after the quarterback, you can't cover in the back end. It should also be, I mean, look, this is a total gut feeling for me. Like, I don't actually know if the Cowboys will win this game, but it also should be concerning for the Cowboys that I saw uh, Richard Sherman was on a podcast this week talking about the matchup. And uh, he was saying that there was an instance where they were facing Kyle Shanahan when he was an offense coordinator, uh, when he was in, when Richard was in Seattle, and that Kyle had figured out Dan Quinn's defense so easily that they had to totally change up what they were doing defensively to try and combat that. Uh, and I, I, these two guys know each other really well, Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan. So Kyle Shanahan's going to have something dialed up to something. obviously combat Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, you know, that defense that's been playing so well, Kyle Shanahan is going to be ready for that. So if well, the Cowboys are going to win this game. That being said, George, with that being said, you said it's, it's a gut feeling. Do you want to change your prediction? No, because I still think that at the end of the game, here's here's why I'm taking the Cowboys. At the end of the game, let's say it's a close game, which I think it's going to be a close game. I want Dak Prescott over Brock Purdy. And if you need to go win a game, I'll take – and I know Dak hasn't played great at times this year. He's thrown the ball over a lot. uh, But I think he's going to find a groove. And I don't know. I just have a feeling, and maybe it's just because I watched him play on Monday night and they looked great other than the kicker. Um, which is maybe a reason why I shouldn't pick them <laughs> if it's a close game and the kicker is missing extra points. But um, I don't know. It's just a gut feeling that the Cowboys are going to win. See, so you said you got to feel you must have been listening to the Black Eyed Peas before you, you, you joined the podcast today. See, that's what I got is. a feeling. Yes, you, you're not being realistic right now. You laid out all those valid points and you're still not listening to yourself. Yeah, well, Nick, we'll have to see. Um, we'll have to hold ourselves to it. You, you took the Chiefs. I took the Chiefs. 
Both took the Eagles. No, I'm no, taking I the Bills. Take Chiefs. I took Jacksonville to win. Yes. Okay, so the only game on the slate that we have the same thought is the Eagles, because I took okay. the Bills and I'm taking the Cowboys. Okay, I'm taking San Francisco and I'm taking. All the right, well, I guess we'll have to see next Tuesday, Nick. Uh, who who was right and who was wrong? I know it'll be me uh, that was right, so um, we'll have to we'll have to break that down. Um, but I'm sure we'll find out some more coaching search stuff, Nick, over the weekend. Maybe we'll have some finalists by Monday, so that means we can break it down on Tuesday. Uh, who those guys are. But uh, thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you guys next week on Tuesday.